of my opinion. Uh, election falsehoods. The news is saying that Republicans are trying to block legal votes saying 2020 election was rigged. If anything was rigged, it was the 2016 election, not the 2020 election. That's my opinion. Among provisions that a lot of states are trying to pass, Texas bills would add voter ID requirements for mail-in ballots and some early voting options like drive-through voting and end overnight voting or voting during overnight hours. On one side, the voter ID requirements for mail-in ballots. On one side, I can see that because we do need to make sure that the people that, uh, that the votes that are counted really are um, ballots from people that are here. But on the other end of that, I believe that the ID requirements uh, for mail-in ballots kind of target not more than just illegal immigrants or immigrants that are not supposed to be here, but it also targets those communities that are hard hit. Um, I want to say people that either can't or are unable to get an ID at the moment, um, even though they're not that much, they're also not something people think about on a regular basis. Um, now, a lot of people do have their IDs, but in some states, in some cities, in some communities, they have laws or they have passed laws that make it hard for people to get IDs. That also goes with some people that work a lot because a lot of these ID places can take a pretty good chunk of your day to get an ID and people that actually have to work for a living can't really afford to take that time out. I mean, unless the places that let you get your IDs or take pictures of you when you go get your IDs, unless they're able to start paying you, giving you some sort of compensation for you not being at work and uh, being able to make that money to pay your bills, then there's a lot of people that aren't going to be able to really get those kind of IDs because a lot of states still take a long time at the ID places to get your ID and then you have to drive miles out of your way to go to it. It's damn near an all-day process and a lot of people just don't have that kind of time, especially if they're working, especially for those that are working to try to stay out of the welfare system. <coughs> they really don't have that time and that goes for anybody. Um, 
whites, blacks, Latinas, uh, people that are actually um, legal immigrants that are trying to make it here, uh, they're included in that. Um, it's saying, or the new, um, with drive-through ballots, I would have to say in states to have the drive-through ballots, I'm pretty sure that's to make it easier for um, some residents that um, a lot of the stuff that makes it easier for residents also um, the overnight hours for those people that work all day and um, uh, their daytime is nighttime um it's not a bad it's not a bad thing to have uh overnight hours especially if people work all day long and the only time they do have is third shift second or third shift then hey what the hell as long as they're legal and they've been living here for i mean quite a long damn time it doesn't matter what color they are i mean if they're doing everything if they're doing everything legally and the only thing they don't have is time to cast their ballot during the day, then hey, what the hell? It's not going to hurt nobody. I mean, but according to Republicans, they're slamming Democrats because Republicans are trying to say that the bill does not suppress the vote, but secure it trying to figure out how in the hell they're trying to secure it. I mean, I understand that we do have some people here that don't live here that they don't want to have casting ballots, but we still have a whole entire country to run. People's voices need to be heard. I'm not Republican or Democrat. And if you listen to any one of my three previous podcasts, I make that quite plain. I'm not a Trump supporter whatsoever, not even a little bit at all. So trying to say that the 2020 erection was rigged just because Trump didn't make it into office? Come on now. Don't be dumb. Okay. The people spoke. Okay. I was up watching the whole entire thing. From the beginning, when they first started doing the uh, counting of the uh, early mail-in ballots, all the way to the very end, when even now they're sitting there trying to say that the damn election was rigged. Guess what? Get over it. It wasn't rigged. The people said they didn't want Trump in office no more. That's what happened. He's not in office. Right now he's facing a lot of legal troubles, him and his dumb organizations. So get real okay let's try to move on from this it's time for you Trump supporters to move on you know kind of like when you told us to move on when Trump got uh, elected back in 2016 move on and yes I have a whole lot of people buzzing me I don't respond whenever I make a podcast I've been doing it by my phone for the most part, and somebody was able to tell me about doing it by my laptop, 
So I'm doing that. So just to let you know, if you have dinged me at any point in time when I've been doing these podcasts and I tell you that I'm done with them and I haven't responded, that's why. I don't respond to nothing when I'm doing these podcasts because I'm talking to other people. So you just have to wait. Anyway, um, Senate Democrats face pressure on voting rights as they cannot change the state laws, the state's laws that are mostly Republican states. Greg (coughs) Abbott, Republican of Texas, he's actually kind of rude unless he's talking to his boyfriend Trump, in which case he kind of lightens up, but he's pretty damn rude. Kind of starting to wonder if some of you Texans are really that rude, because if so, it's a good thing I don't live there. (laughs) Um, To pass the, also with Republican states, to pass those voting rights, they need 10 Republicans to go for, to vote for, not, or what they called voter suppression. And so far, zero are voting for it. Zero Republicans are going for voter suppression, or zero Republicans are going against voter suppression, what they're calling voter suppression, which When I started thinking about it when I was listening to it, I mean, hey, yeah, you can call it voter suppression because they're basically uh, uh, suppressing people that work and have lives and are trying to stay off of the system. I mean, if you want them to stay off the system, you can't sit there and... uh, take away the right to vote when it comes time to it. You kind of have to, you know, let the system do, let the system go through. Um, They're saying that the only other way is to remove the filibuster and they would need all the signatures from from the Democrats and they're missing two. Now, I haven't done research as to which two Democrats are not signing this, but from what I've been researching on all week is that the filibuster is a bunch of political people, Republicans, Democrats, Independents, whatever the hell they want to call themselves, sitting in a room over-talking each other, trying to see who will last out longer than the other one on any one particular bill being made or being debated. And the sad part about it is, is from what I've heard from all different kinds of resources over the last week, the only time the filibuster was actually abused was when Trump was in office and we had Mitch McConnell, which thanks Kentucky for putting him back in office. Mitch Mitch McConnell, while Trump was in office, abused the filibuster system 
from what I could boil down to it in my words, big time. Way too many downtimes for stupid stuff or stuff that for whatever reason he thinks that the American people didn't need or whatever. In my opinion, Mitch McConnell to this day still has his lips shoved up inside Trump's asshole. So when I found out that Kentucky revoted for him and knowing how much Trump ripped, ripped apart America and fucked it up. Yeah. You can pretty much guarantee where a good portion of the residents in Kentucky stand, especially when they put Mitch McConnell back in office. Now, the good part about it is, is he's not the majority leader at the moment. So he can cry like a little bitty baby and things will still get done. But he can still, I guess he can still filibuster. Anybody can filibuster that just wants to pass time and be heard. And pretty much that's what Mitch McConnell does. He's a crybaby. So are the residents of Kentucky. And if you don't like what I'm saying, Kentucky, keep his ass out of office. Or we know what the hell you're about. That's my opinion, man. Don't like it? Don't listen. COVID-19 and the Delta variant. The Delta variant has been, has tripled in the U.S. in the last three weeks, especially in children. I've been watching the news ever since before the Delta variant got here. When all this stuff first started about COVID, and the pandemic and people were told to stay the hell at home. If we would have stayed our happy asses at home, guess what we wouldn't be dealing with right now? Even if the media, all the news stations made it seem like it was a lot more blown up than what it was, it's still out there. And I have been watching a ton of videos about this stuff and about nurses. And I've also watched videos of people that think it's not real and all the rest of this. And some of those people that have put videos up saying that it's not real, a little while later you see them on ventilators in the hospital saying that they wish they hadn't have said that because it ended up being real. So just because it's not affecting you personally doesn't mean it's not real. The Delta variant they're saying is now in 27 states. The variant started being detected in Missouri. The very first time they said that it could become dominant in the U.S. and that it was in India. The very first time they talked about a case being in the U.S. The first state name that came off anybody's lips was Missouri. So they even said that there was um, a strain of some, something about the, uh, the um, wastewater facilities being contaminated with the COVID variant, which I don't know if any of that 
uh, if any of the if any of the wastewater or the water streams from Missouri come here to um, Kansas or Wichita, but that was something to uh, pay attention to. Then Arkansas, then Nevada, then Kansas. Then we start seeing it in New York and California. <coughs> the news is saying, depending on which day you watch it, if you're fully vaccinated, then you don't need the booster shot if you live in America. However, they are also saying that because we have more people in the U.S. that are not fully vaccinated, that they still recommend that people that are fully vaccinated wear their masks. Because even though it's far and few between, if you're fully vaccinated from the COVID, the regular COVID, you can still get uh, the Delta variant. It may not affect you as much, or it could have just as much impact as it would if you didn't have the COVID vaccine, because there's been mixed reports. Some people have died from getting uh, the Delta variant after they've been fully vaccinated. Others just get mild symptoms. It all depends. Me personally, I don't intend on getting any of the vaccines if I can help it. They have another one that they're bringing. It hasn't gotten here yet, but uh, they, this particular company did not push their vaccine through for emergency use. They actually kept theirs um, under wraps to uh, do more tests on it on things like monkeys and all the rest of that stuff. And they're saying that there's more positivity and less um, variations of what's going on with um, the test subjects that they are using. And it's supposed to um, vaccinate you against all the different strands of COVID because they're doing tests on bats and stuff where this stuff originally came from and uh, they're they're finding out a lot of stuff and that's in a later uh, podcast. I've done a lot more research on COVID and a few other subjects that I've covered in my podcasts. If you want to know what they are, go back to the first three and look at them. They're on um, audio. No, they're on um <laughs> I'll have to look at that uh, app again because I forgot it. <laughs> anyway, my opinion is, and I've had this opinion for a while, before we got the vaccines, my opinion was you need to stay your ass at home. You don't need to travel nowhere. You don't need to take a hop. You don't need to hop on a plane or a bus or a boat or a train or nothing like that and go fucking nowhere. Wherever the hell you're at, stay there. Then if you really want to get back home, once you get through quarantining and all the rest of that bullshit, once you get back home, stay the hell there. 
you're with your kids and your family and all the rest of that, stew. But ever since they've had these vaccines, until I see one where they're sitting there, they're not sitting there trying to convince you to get the vaccine because the benefits outweigh the risks, I'm not getting one. Yes, we vaccinate ourselves against a whole bunch of other diseases, but a lot of those vaccines came after years of research and tests and trials, which in my opinion, vaccination stuff is what they would usually do in labs, not out in the public like this. So to me, um, I don't know. Me personally, until I see a solution where a few months after every people have gotten the particular that particular vaccine, nobody's died or had any serious complications from it except for a sore arm. I probably won't get the vaccine, but at the same time. For those that don't get the vaccine or won't get the vac any of the vaccines, you still need to wear a damn mask. It doesn't matter what you think about if anybody else has it or whatever else. Wear a damn mask. It's not going to hurt nobody. It sure as hell ain't going to hurt you. My opinion is, is if you don't want to get any of the vaccines, you at least need to put on your mask when you leave your house or when you're around people, especially with this Delta variant, because according to what I've been seeing on reports from all over the news and all over other different things when I've typed in the Delta variant, they are saying that the Delta variant, you don't have to cough or sneeze on anybody. All you have to do is talk or walk by somebody that has it without them knowing about it and not wearing a mask. And guess what? You've got it. And the signs, <coughs> the signs of the Delta variant are not like the signs of the regular COVID variant or the Alpha variant as they've been putting it, which I just remembered. The um, symptoms of the Delta variant is a severe headache and then cold-like symptoms that don't go away. The cough gets progressively worse. You think it's just an average normal uh, cold type cough or and sneeze and it's not. You think you get fever and chills. It feels like the flu. Oh yeah, it'll go away. You have, they said that the headache that you get from the Delta variant is almost like a jackhammer in your head. The same as you would if you were to pass by a jackhammer and it gives you like a headache and shit like that because they're really freaking loud. That's about the, that's about the severity of the headache that you get, that they say that you get with this Delta variant. And they also have suggested that some people 
especially the unvaccinated, if they're not going to get vaccinated. They suggest that they really suggest that you do get vaccinated, but they're saying that if you don't get vaccinated, they're suggesting that you wear two masks because a cloth mask is per is um, good enough to keep away from most of the um, droplets that come out of your mouth when you talk or when you pass by somebody and just breathe. But the one um, cloth mask is not enough. That's why if any of you have ever gone to a clinic, I don't know if they did this in any OS clinics, but in the clinic that I go to, you go in and if they don't see another mask, uh, one of them paper masks or whatever underneath the cloth mask, they hand you one. So if you've gone into any clinics in the last few months, maybe month, two months, three months, and your clinic is uh, graciously giving you another mask and asked you to put it underneath your mask, that's why. Because they already kind of got the hint that there was another variant coming and they don't want to get it. <coughs> so I've actually been wearing two masks and don't been wearing my mask around everybody. Uh, yeah, because I'm not getting it. I'm not getting the shot, but I'm definitely not trying to get the, vi the virus either. Uh, and yes, when I say everybody, I mean everybody. So the people that know me that are watching this, when I say everybody, I mean I've been wearing it around everybody no matter the circumstance. Everybody. I've been spraying my mask down with Lysol waiting 20 minutes before I put it on whenever I'm by myself. I've been spraying my whole entire house down with Lysol also and spraying down the handles of my apartment when my daughter come and go because she's 17 and she works at a fast food restaurant and I'm not trying to get nothing from her either. So yeah, when I say I wear my mask around everybody, I mean I wear my mask around everybody. I wear two of them now. The paper one underneath the cloth mask because like I was trying to say before I got off into all that, they're saying that the, um, <coughs> the uh, fabric masks, all fabric masks, no matter how thick they are, no matter how much they go around your face, all the fabric masks per, probably keep you away from 99% of it, 90 to 99% of it. The uh, paper masks that they've been handing you, the ones that you also wear in the hospital, those, uh, they protect from the rest of what can go through the cloth mask. So uh, that's why they've been, since I have noticed I went to a friend's house and got to watch the news, got to watch regular TV and have noticed that they have been pushing the crap out of the vaccine. They've also been pushing the crap out of the mask if you're not vaccinated. And if you are vaccinated, in case you happen to come in contact with somebody that is either vaccinated and has the variant and doesn't know about it, or somebody that is not vaccinated but is not going around with their mask on. Either which way it goes, you should still have a mask on. So, that's just the way it goes. Um, inflation. Things like groceries, gas, big purchases like cars and houses, stuff like that. 
they said on the news that it's rose 9.9% in the last year up to 5.4%. The cost of the wage increase that everybody's been pushing for, which I would agree because um, everybody wants $15 an hour, but no, but I think a lot of this gen this next generation has actually forgotten or has not been told how wages actually go up. Um, for those that don't know how wages go up, okay, let's see how this works. You get paid $9 an hour, okay? You want wages to go up to $15 an hour what you guys are calling living wage right now. You guys are saying right now that $9 an hour <coughs> is not enough to live off of. Well, think about this. Before wages went up to $9 an hour, they were at a different price, like $7 an hour. They went up. If you noticed, a lot of the stuff that you used to buy at like the dollar stores and things like that, the prices went up also. Things like groceries and uh, really cheap items like toilet paper and toothpaste and stuff like that, they started going up. Then we get to $9 an hour, finally, and prices are skyrocketing. Then, <coughs> then we get up to the $15 an hour that everybody's pushing for. And everybody's noticing a price hike again. Well, not only is it because of the wages, which they do have to compensate for when people get paid more, the companies that pay them more have to get the money from somewhere so they have to hike up the prices of their goods. That's just the way it is. That's how I, that's how the economy works. When wages go up, the cost of living goes up. It does not matter what the hell you think about it. That's just the way it's been. It's the way it's always been. That's why things that were once a dime are no longer a dime. Because wages was at one time a dollar an hour. They went up, prices go up. That's how it works. For those of you that don't know, that's just the way it works. Gas has also gone up higher. I'm not too sure about gas. Usually the gas is, the gas goes up to line somebody's pockets. So uh, I'm trying to figure out whose pockets are being lined by this particular uh, price hike. Because it says that the news has been saying that in the last year, gases went up 45%. <clears throat> now, um, big purchases, cars, houses, things like that, <coughs> they're saying that the sticker price for cars has gone up by 45%. I wouldn't know I walk everywhere, so... I wouldn't be able to afford a new car anyway, um, so uh, some of us can't afford that kind of stuff, regardless. 
Um, and airline and, and hotel prices, me personally, they're saying that those are dropping. Me personally, until this pandemic was completely done and there is no more worry about any kind of sickness, airlines would be closed down. Especially international ones, ones that go to other countries, they would be shut down. And hotels, they might be used to house the people that are homeless at the moment to make, to try to get this pandemic over with. Because I know a few people are going to say that that sounds like a Trump thing. I don't think it's a Trump thing at all. There is one state in the United States that is has been protesting that the country opened up too early. My opinion, we sure as hell did. We didn't stay our asses the hell at home long enough for anything to die. Now, we stayed home long enough for uh, some of the smog and stuff in some cities that was really thick to kind of go away and make the cities look better air-wise, but we didn't, we didn't help anything actually go away. No matter how big or small this thing is, we didn't help nothing go away. There's pictures and videos of all sorts of uh, teens and other things going outside just because they didn't think the pandemic, just because they didn't think this thing was going to get to them. And now there are some that are saying that they regretted it. So, but yeah, all, all those things going up, it's not just the cost of wage increase. Pretty much because of what we're going through right now. But in my opinion, the people in high places should have put some sort of stop or something like that to all these prices and everything, especially to the housing industry when it comes to people being um, homeless or evicted. Uh, the people that are allowed to let that happen should have stopped it, should be stopping it until this pandemic is completely done with. And, but that's my opinion. If dangerous highs of the new different types of weed or THC, they're saying the new warning of dangerous THC levels in cannabis products sold as edibles or oils known as wax and shatter which contain 90% of psychoactive THC compared to the 1980 to 2001 versions containing 2 to 5% of THC millions benefit from medical weed 
and since I'm an ex-stoner, it has its uses and it has its side effects. Um, it's saying that some cases which are growing may lead to physical dependence, psychosis, and anxiety. Colorado just signed into law to track high potency weed and stop it. Adults 18 plus with card can buy 40 grams per day. That was underneath the old law. The new state law is going to be changing, which was recently signed, to adults 18 to 20 years old will be able to get 2 grams a day. And adults 18 years of eight and adults 21 plus will be able to get eight grams a day. Digital tracking should be able to monitor daily sales and tougher rules for medical cannabis. Anyone under 18 should not smoke weed. That's what the people from that's what the the officials say from Colorado is that people under 18 should not smoke weed. Uh, controlling, they're saying that controlling the cannabis as much as they're wanting to gets too close to making it illegal. Which, in some ways, I can agree with. But in other ways, if there are um, deadly forms of this stuff going around that are make that is making it to more than what it should have been, like when it was back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and all that, then anybody from previous generations. Weed wasn't necessarily something that you get addicted to or that you kept trying to find a high to. Weed was something that you had fun with. I mean, you got a little bit of high just to chill out. And then after you chilled out, you recovered from it. You got the munchies. You did other stuff with it. And you went on. Not a whole bunch of other side effects with it. You could keep going. Um... My opinion is that we don't, there shouldn't need to be a way for, or there shouldn't need to be, it need to be a reason to get any higher. I mean, shit, put your weed in a pipe or, or roll it up in a joint, smoke it and get your high and then move on. It's not that difficult. You don't need to be getting, trying to figure out ways to get higher and higher and higher because the sad part about it is, is that the higher you get, the more you're going to fuck up shit in your own body. And even though a little, just like everything else, a little bit is all right, but too much, it can still kill you just like anything else. Anything else can kill you if you do it too much. doesn't matter what it is. Water can kill you if you drink too much of it. Food can kill you if you drink too much of it, or eat too much of it, I mean, sorry. Um, and yes, 
if you read, if you listen to my other three podcasts, I will admit, and at least one or two of them, yeah, I used to be a stoner, and mm, I've done it once or twice. Since December 2019. That's all I'm going to say. And unlike when I was doing it back when I was in between my 60s, my teens, and my 20s, I might have gotten back into it a little bit, but I don't get into it to get extremely high. I get into it occasionally. Whenever I can't even put it into a category, I think I've gotten high like two or three times since 2019. It's good to use, it's good to get high with it a little bit, but not as much as other people would think. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've already said I'm going to be a stoner for life, so that's not changing. But, because I've been a stoner ever since I was in middle school, high school. So, I used to smoke quite a bit. So, that's not a surprise for most people that know me. But, um, yeah, as far as uh, weed goes, yeah, um, That historic flight into space by Richard Branson on board his thing Virginia Galactic uh, this year. Um, I am a fan of Star Wars and Star Trek. I mean, big fan. Um, we could talk about Star Wars and Star Trek all day long and. I'll be able to tell you things that you don't even know about it, even though I don't watch any of the sideshows. Um, when I seen the broadcast of that and the events leading up to it, Even though I'm all for space exploration, I don't mind looking for and finding aliens and all the rest of that stuff. We as the human race, we're not ready for that. We are, as a human race, we are too prejudiced and too much into killing our own species, humans. Because if there is and in some ways I do believe there is life on other planets. If there is another species out there and they do see us, for all you people that have actually seen Star Trek First Contact, we're not ready for that. If we do go into space right now as we are as a human race, in reference to Star Trek, anybody that has ever watched Star Trek knows that there is the regular Star Trek and then there's the alternate universe. 
and I'm not talking about the reboot that J.J. Abrams did. Uh, I'm talking about what most people would know as the Terrans. We have to grow up a whole bunch more. And if we don't grow up here soon, we may not see April 4th, 2063, the way it was said in First Contact. Shoplifters from all over the U.S. It's become more of an organized crime type thing. They're not stealing for food or whatever. These people are these people from all over the place are actually going in and stealing regular everyday stuff. Stealing it so much that places like the dollar store and everything are locking stuff up to where you have to buzz, buzz uh, an associate to get anything. Uh, the heaviest hit states that they were talking about tonight, they talk about a different state every night, but the states they were talking about tonight uh, were California, Washington, New York, and then I wrote down other states because for some odd reason I didn't rewind it and look at the other states. And when they steal this stuff, they resell it on the street. And I'm like, how in the hell are they selling it on the street? Doesn't anybody know that when you see somebody trying to sell something on the street that looks like it came out of the store? It probably did. And they're probably not selling it for cheaper than what they stole it for, they're probably selling it for more than what the store price was. But people are still getting the items. And because of the fact that the shoplifters is also another reason for the price hikes. It's not just the pandemic or because of the wage increase. It's also because people want to keep stealing stuff. My opinion about stealing and shoplifting and anything like that Come on, we're having a hard enough time going through this pandemic without you making it any worse. Okay, come on. But with some of the news feeds I've seen about the shoplifters, it's people anywhere from our age, like, in their 30s and 40s, all the way down to kids. As far as the kids go, that's a top behavior. We've got far too many people from my generation sitting there teaching their kids that they can do whatever, whenever, however. And if we don't teach them, somebody else is teaching them. And because a lot of us have got a lot of us have got jobs and all the rest of that stuff and trying to keep things going. We sit there and we say that it's somebody else's job. No, raising your kids is nobody else's job. If you're able to keep your kids, it's your job to raise them. Your job to tell them what's right and what's wrong. And if you're sitting there telling them that they're owed certain things, they shouldn't have to do this, that it should be given to them. You're teaching them the wrong thing. It doesn't matter what background you come from. 
Nobody owes you nothing. I don't care what your parents told you or whoever else told you. Nobody owes you nothing. A teacher doesn't owe you a good grade. It has to be earned. The only thing your parents owe you is a roof over your head and a bed to sleep in and food to eat. Didn't say what kind of food. So they can feed you beans and rice and water. And guess what? They've met their obligation to take care of you and give you clothes and an education which can be at home or at school. Nobody owes you nothing. Other than your parents taking care of you the way I just described, nobody owes you nothing. This is just the way life is. I would love to go into how many different ways I've heard and seen that play out, but that would take too much time and I'm fixing to wrap this one up. I've got a few more podcasts to do because I've been doing research on several different things, but I understand this was boring and I really don't know how anybody's going to respond. The audio podcast that I use is called Anchor and whenever I get done doing a podcast, it goes to Breaker and Pocket Cast and then it goes to Google Podcast and uh, I upload it. I'm going to be uploading them, the video of these I'm going to be uploading to Anchor, see if it will allow me to do that. I'm also going to be uploading these on YouTube and Facebook. It's my opinion. So, um, I'll talk to you in a week. Peace.